Jan Waits Wazy presents Free 99 Podcast. Be sure to follow us SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Twitch, Instagram. Instagram. Search FREE99 Podcast. Podcast. Shout out to all the sponsors. Thank you. Shout out to all the listeners. Also, thank you. Jan in the building. Right. E JD Fresh in the building. Hey yo. Hey yo. Ramel. You're back now at the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick. Ooh. All right. Didn't he just pass away? Was that a real oh. guy? Yeah, the real guy passed away. Like there was a real dick. Easy Dick. Well, he was the the voice of the DJ. Dog yeah, oh. they, they, he he passed away. I am the good homie guest Damn. customer service. Uh, on episode one ninety five of Free Nine Nine Podcast. One ninety five. Um, one ninety five. One ninety five. Uh, Ramel, please, please. I, I know you're about to get me in the intro, but I have to before. We, just let y'all know how much I love this motherfucker right here and because every little project that I put uh, my name on he he always pulls up and he's been pulling up and Ramel please introduce my brother right here so there is an old Mexican proverb el que se enoja pierde mm-hmm. the literal translation is the one who gets mad loses and this proverb roughly, roughly explains the long journey that our guest has endured. And trust, I'm not referring to that beating he put on Bobby Flay. Come on, man. I was there for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start in Mexico City. Not as a child where he first fell in love with Al Pastor, but late 2010s, where he decided to pivot into a brand new endeavor, attending the Instituto Gastronomico de Mexico to fully embody himself and what he loved. Classic Miguel. Classic Miguel. This is what he does, motivated by love, like his love for music, his love for San Francisco, Mm. his love for community. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I mention uh, the 700 meals he provided during an epidemic in the heart of the mission in San Francisco? See, he does this. Does this. He does this. And San Francisco loves him back. Dubbing the 13th of July 2021, Al Pastor Papi Day. El que se inoja pierde. And as well as we can all see, this man stays winning. The Free 99 Podcast is honored to have and introduce Miguel Escobedo, a.k.a. Alpastor Poppy, but more fitting, mm. San Francisco Poppy. Woo! DJ wow. Missy in the building, the Free 99 Podcast. Damn. Making a Mexican cry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. It's it's true, man. Like, uh, you move with intent. That intent is usually, from what I've seen or what I can come from, come from or or identify. It's all love. Yeah, that's it. It's it's. I was. I'm a co-sign on that. That's yeah. a thousand percent. The crazy thing was, I was gonna go another way with the intro, and it was gonna be how you mastered all five senses, right? A sense of touch, taste, smell, right? Sight, uh, I'm missing one, <laughs> but also there are six and seven senses that really don't go untalked about, and one of them is uh, kind of like spatial, like understanding your space, right? Mm. 
you understood your space you made it uncomfortable you became alpha store poppy yeah yeah man you know it's like you just gotta like go with your heart you know and it, it is love driven you know so it's like it was time to change you know we're doing it's crazy man because with Papalote I think I uh, achieved everything of a lifetime yeah like easily I could have died in 2010 and it would have been a full complete story beginning to end and right. it would have been amazing with you standing on top of the carcass of Bobby Flake yeah you know, <laughs> but I just followed my heart you know I think because I've I uh we you know we've all, always had a homie pass away yeah and there's been a couple and so every time they leave something that they gave you with you right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but you also appreciate this amazing crazy miracle of a thing called life yeah and you just embrace that life with way more intent right and you recognize that yeah a billion things have to happen every second for you to live the next second that it's a constant miracle mm -hmm. yeah and so man we only have so many of those seconds right so we gotta make them count right so do things Absolutely. with intent and when you <clears throat> one of the things that i love that i learned from my uncle at celius was that yeah as a bus boy if you're gonna go from point point a to point b make sure you accomplish as much as you can in that one trip check right. on that table grab that glass check on that table you know so that when you get to be you already did a 10 things instead of just walking over there right no wasted movement exactly mm -hmm. and so this is how i learn metaphorically how to approach life right so it's like every you know if i can uplift someone or help someone on my way there then <coughs> You gotta do it. It was funny though when you were reinventing yourself, not reinventing yourself. When you were creating your new space, right? Like, and you you uh, you partnered with a uh, shout out to New York, right? Shout out to Tone, shout, yeah, yeah. shout out to Cat, and oh man, and you were early. You're still you're still early in your business, but you did that off top. You know what's crazy is that the inertia of Al Pastor Papi and the uh, the inertia of Papalote and the inertia of everything I've done as DJ Mr. E mm. yeah. which everything worked hand in hand because that's who I am right like people would be like so you know so it's like when I opened up Pastor Papi I didn't even have burritos I didn't have burritos I really came with Tacos. authentic Mexico City menu authentic Mexico City approach yeah. from top to bottom six months into it I people were like dog you're the burrito guy like you are you're yeah. that dude like, yeah. we did so much with burritos like I want to see the progression of that in your menu I'm like you know what I can't fight it I mean, Aaron Sanchez did the best. What was the, it? He, I'm the Messiah of the mission or something. Yeah. He said that? Yeah. What, yeah. Where's homeboy from? 
He's Mexican. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Straight, yeah, straight like, up. Oh. Yeah. Don't front. Don't 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 fall for the for the facade. Oh, he he's don't a, yeah, like, yeah. He hides all he's his a tattoos. He's beaner. That's yeah. <laughs> you know respect frijoles. <laughs> but so it's like okay, let's do this. Uh, two months later, I won best burrito mm -hmm. in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And here's where I'm going to toot my own horn. Please do. Something Please. that I'm proud of is that I'm just sit back and enjoy this. I, I won, you know, with my brother and Papalote best burrito. Shout out a bunch of years in a row from a bunch of different people. Shout I mean, out. everyone we had could go their hands on your burrito, <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> So yeah, we could go up lot. and down the list of who was giving us accolades. Right. Yeah. But for me to throw it all away, figuratively speaking. Yeah, figuratively and speaking. And start from you know, brand new. But that inertia of who I was got me that less than a year open without having burritos. Best burrito in San Francisco. Again, in my new project. So I was very proud of that. And another thing that was super, something that just came out of nowhere, and I would be more proud of than beating Bobby Flay. I thought that was, that right there was my college degree. That was my, like, fucking yeah. moment. Yeah. That was, yeah. Like, I dedicated my life to food, and the payoff was, you beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> but now... <laughs> In because the mission, because in I the, love the, in the, the whole community aspect of what I do mm -hmm. to meet and work with Kaepernick. Yeah. That's and huge. Giving back on his birthday to give yeah. back to the community in need at that time. He came to the bay to do it. We were in Oak we were in the town, in right? The rough part of Oakland. Mind you, still a new business. Brand new. Brand still cold, new. still prime COVID. And, and right. we that that at that action we donated. Yeah. Usually like you know, know your rights, they will subsidize the project or something. We right. shout we, out to Tony and crew. We man. wanted to donate the food that day to cuz he was already you know, know your rights camp. They were already doing a bunch of shit. That yeah. Day. So for me to stand next to this man, who's, you know, not, you know, uplifting like nobody's business. Yeah. Right. That was probably a more poignant moment in my career or movement or life than the Bobby Flay joint. I could see that. Yeah, that was that was dope. Man, I wasn't it you in an interview who said. <laughs> Be careful what you put out in the universe. A hundred percent. Because look what you got. Yeah. That riding into San Francisco and you're like, I'm gonna DJ here. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna live here. I'm gonna set my roots here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give back everything. And look where you're at. Well, you that's, called it. That's what I was saying. Like that was that was completed. The DJing part was done before I even opened Papalote. Santa Rosa? Right. Santa Rosa. I was DJing in Santa Rosa. Santa, shout out to Santa Rosa. And, and Funky. This was all 415 people. They yeah. didn't want to know. Yeah. Even Daily City. Know what this was 415. San Jose oh. was 415. It was all 415. The day was all 415. All 415. And so I was DJing, you know, we'll, I'll spare you the whole stories. Yeah. But at that moment, I was living in Santa Rosa and I was DJing in Funky Hut, who was doing um, 550 Barneville at the time. Mm, 550 Barneville. They, they were the girl from that promo group was like what the fuck are you doing DJing in Santa Rosa like 
I need to bring you into my camp. Genie G was part of that. Mm. And then uh, I started. They, she was trying to get me into wild. She got me with the Chris the Rebel, and she was trying to like get me that route. I'm like, you Which know, what? Was that? that was that avenue back then, right? Radio but was for, that. Yeah, but and note this on that, but that's not me, right? At, especially at that time. She's like, okay, my bad. I misread it. Let me take you to the Beat Lounge. And you're oh. like, put your feet up. Beat Lounge, huh? Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> that was the, the, I couldn't have imagined a more amazing time for DJing than Beat Lounge at Deco. Wait, what, what year was this? Just a This was picture. 97, late 97. Yeah. 97, I was like, uh, early 98. And so the first time I went bed. down there, I saw, um, Spider Monkey scratching mm. like nobody's business. Wisdom, Shortcut, Cubert, mm. Vin Rock was sneaking in there. wasn't twenty one yet. Hey, and dude, it it was like a room the size of this this room mm. with a DJ set up in the corner, smoke filled, graffiti covered, and all. It was just everyone staring militant, militantly mm. at the corner, Watching listening to every things. break, in every trance. cut. It was just amazing. After a few hours of that, everyone <laughs> went upstairs, and then there was more like mixing and a little jiggy. more party vibe. Yeah. Not yeah. jiggy. Just a little looser. Still, oh, yeah. Was Miguel still, was not jiggy at it all. It was still like <laughs> underground music. <laughs> you know, like real hip hop. He but was my reggae DJ. If I needed a reggae DJ, a lot, a, mix. A, lot of, a lot of camp low being played. When, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I would do parties, like, Migs pulled up. For, like, when I'm saying Migs pulled up for me a lot, like there's a many many a dance floor we rocked. A uh, many many and a that was vinyl days. Yes, we were pulling out 45s. Remember when they got, yeah, they got stolen? Uh, where, where was this? That was really I was out here. That was really car, truly right? like <sighs> I've had some amazing highs in my life. That was one of the lowest. Like that that passed some deaths. I mean that was. That was soul crushing. Well, because you feel violated, also, uh, right? They were in toolboxes. If I remember, the because height carried them. You it was a perfect storm. Yeah. Like at that time, a hundred percent, DJs have learned the hard way. You just don't ever leave your shit in your yeah. car, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Take your lazy ass and mm -hmm. put them in the crib. I didn't do that that day. And so what happened is we were at a concert with. Um, it was dilated and <laughs> J5 at Berkeley. Speaking my language. I was hanging out with Fran Boogie. Then there was the after party with Newmark Sheesh. at the New Parish. Shout out. And he's he's um, hosting. At that time, he still lived out here in D.C. So he's like, Doc, I did like Wait, Newmark set. lived in Daly City? Fran Boogie. Oh. Uh, so he's like, Doc, can I get a ride home? I'm like, fuck, dude. I wanted to DJ and cut. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna leave the homies behind, so I'm like, all right. So we chilled, and you know, Fran is doing Fran, so we didn't leave there till like two something oh, no. in Oakland. So my shit was got got. Damn, oh, in the town. So, I had, so Sorry, at that point, I had been like digging, buying, going to record shits from Oregon to L.A., getting like. Great pieces of 45s. Amazing shit that I didn't even know existed. Mm. Can you name like, like at least uh, one? Um, like uh, Gin and Juice. Oh. On 45. 
Oh. Uh, you know, just all Ooh. these crazy hip hop 45s. Yeah. I probably had a, you know, a, a crate of 45s. I would value it at $5,000, of just some amazing shit because I did it. I would do a set mm-hmm. with the original of the song and it was the whole way down. So not only not only they have California Love, but I have the original, you yeah. know, and down to like uh, Camp Low and the original, right. just everything at and the, joint? the original and the original at the joint. <laughs> oh, like where they sampled it from and everything. Yeah, that's tight. What? So what that leave, uh, that was there, and then my DJ bag mm. with my sick oh, laptop, yeah, 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 yeah. my nice headphones, but the f- most okay. I just said all this shit. I could give a rat's ass about all of that. What really hurt me was that my my hard drives with all my backup shit, for some reason I had them in my bag and not at home. Damn. And it was like sessions of dub plates, oh. remixes I made, just all my work. Yeah. yeah. Pre-cloud. Gone. Yeah, pre-cloud. Very pre-cloud. I'll tell you why that hurt. When, when I switched from vinyl to Serato, and that was probably the most stubborn soldier to make that switch. <laughs> that that was a transition because a lot that of people. That was the most. I was not pe- happy. People skip CDJ altogether and they stayed on stayed on wax. Yeah. People skip CDJ. And so like, and I still don't fuck with CDJs. No yeah. no disrespect. But do you boo boo? So. Yeah. Shortcut and Apollo, were like dog. If you switch, we'll give you some music, and what some music meant was. Catalog. Some of Shortcut's other DJ's friends' music, including oh, I won't say any names of whose shit it was, but a lot of rare Dilla shit. Wow! I just want to bite this That's not available. So that was gone. That that whole I've I've like seen documentaries and and read up on Dilla, and just his work ethic, right? How he would basically just in, be in the lab at like random hours. He'll create like uh, a CD and just hand out the beats. Yeah, I was late on Dilla. And then I like was super late, but, but you weren't. You, you knew it was. You I, loved the music. You yeah. just didn't know it was Dilla. Yeah. Until yeah. you f- later on, you're like, "That's Dilla." God, yeah. I, I've been in love with Dilla. Yeah, like when he was part of the um, the, uh, the Uma. Uma. Yeah. I I, I, didn't I, get credit. I, I worked at KML and I, I met I met Migs when I was like 21. And I was I was a radiohead. Straight up from the city, radiohead. That's Giants Hat, everything. That's that was me. And then uh I I started I started eating uh eating eating his food a lot. And then and then getting getting invited to to the functions and, and uh learning different music. Like uh getting access to early mixtapes that I still have. The hi-fis that I still have with the red cover, oh, yeah. still have. I have multiple. Sorry, because he would leave, he would he would have music playing, and then he would leave copies of that mixtape playing like on, on top of the CD player. I, I love I love that so much. I met so many cool people. <sighs> you know, we did the reggae, a lot of the rootsy shit, and I had mm. the the most amazing mentors in Jaw Warrior Shelter. Shout out to the shelter, man. And put me under their wing and. And really show me, and it was like they're the shelter, but Jot Weiser mm. has a different approach. 
That's one of the days that changed my life. Was that milk? Yes. Before I was about it was called mi- milk. What was it called before? I forgot. It was I like forget milk. the name. No, it was like. A, <laughs> mm. I forget. Delirium. Not delirium. <laughs> yeah, delirium. But he, I saw him. I saw him. I think it was him and Mike Nice. Shout out Mike to Mike Nice. nice no, my though. bad. Shout out to Mike Nice. Love it. it was Boy. Mike One. <laughs> Shout out to Mike One too, though. Yeah, yeah. That's all fucking OG. All Mike's, all Mike's affiliated. Yeah, uh, Mike Two also. I don't know if there's <laughs> one. Mikey, you still Mikey? No, yeah, Mikey, so, love you. So I saw Wiser just rock the most craziest reggae forty-five set, and it it literally changed my life to where I was like, God, I I really want to like. Learn. Like I went to Mexico to really know about mm. Pastor. I went to Ja Warrior to really know about reggae. So Wiser will will show you one way. Ivier will show you another way. Dole will show you, and they all had a different flavors. And I was blessed to learn from them, from DJ Day, from from um, from um, um, Smokey, One Blood. A bunch of cats, man. So like, really, it, the community was tight. I, I want to ask you a question right there. That like that single point, right, where you were kind of like falling in love with that whole uh, genre, right? I remember there was a moment in time that my brother and I were on Mixed Crate and we fell in love with a mix that you and Short did. Oh yeah, Lovers Rock. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god, I have that. I still have that. Yo, shout I have out to that. Mixed Hard Crate. Copy. Shout, no, that, that shout out to Mixed Crate. Love, that Lovers Randall. Shit. How you went from like uh, just like some love you, old sixties like Isaac Hayes ish like, and then you went. Into the lovers rock, Dennis Jennifer Brown, Nora. man, like you, right? was, you know that like, that was like it was a it was a fuck like it blew my mind. <sighs> that was yeah. some beautiful music being put out. That uh, everything at that point to that point that had influenced me: Della, reggae, hip hop, the Latin shit. Mm. It just all like it's that feel. Yeah, it's that feel. And that's that 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 city was dope. Man. Do you so? Do you still have that kind of like? Because I I that's something that I've recently realized that I kind of underappreciate, and I've been kind of uh, not taking advantage of. I used to love just like digging for music. Oh man, I think that's the only main part of my connection to DJing now. Yeah. So if you've like uh, Fran Boogie does a Thursday night at the Lion Hotel. Shout out to Lion Hotel. It's like a happy Shout hour. Out to Thursdays. Super dope. Super fly. If you guys get a chance, fuck with that because it's rooftop. It's sexy and it's dope. And you don't have to. You don't have to come with like you just be you and and and, and vibe out. That's what's up. And uh, I got to do a set there. I was doing some sets at for Anthony Presents over at when he took over that food truck park area, and so. Um, I just some days just to chill. I I still go, you know. I'll spend like four or five hours digging. What do you right, dig? Well, right now what I'm digging for a lot is like uh, remixes piano? of shit. Uh, I'm piano t- t- some point. Some Are you saying digging online or digging, digging online? Yeah, okay. Digging like online. SoundCloud, That's not as fun though. It's bad, but it's bad still camp. fun. It's yeah. because the access the, is more. The technology has has made it easier for more cats to make. It. There's a lot more whack cats, oh, but there's a lot true. more dope cats. It's true. That's what I'm talking have, about. No, it's, you gotta sift through no, it. No, no, you gotta sift through it. You know, yeah. some shit is mad corny. A lot of shit's off count. Like they've missed the acapella. Like, bro, oh, come yeah. on. 
But there's a lot of dope ass shit. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> that's very. That's very. Yeah, I really gotta dig for it. Thousands. Thousands. So. I found some beautiful, like, tropical vibe stuff, Latin remix stuff, um, and piano, just some vibey shit, housey, vibey shit. Yeah, dude, house. I, yeah, some people are making some beautiful some, like shit. Like, some dope, soulful house shit. And so, I've been able to make these sets just from stuff I've dug, and they come out really dope, you know? <laughs> like, just sounds good. And again, it's that... If it just feels good, then yeah. I go with it. How'd you how'd you dip into DJing? Cause like there had to be a love. Like you fell in love with it because you seen this. Or well, Ooh, I like that question. The main the main component of me becoming a DJ was I, I was a B boy first. Hey, all the elements. So all I was uh what, what was you your know, B boy name? Uh, Damn, all the elements, all the senses. Damn. Uh, we went to we would you know. It was the royalty crew. Royal Top of the royalty Shout crew. Shout out to um, Mario and uh, Raul and Fuck all, all my Marine. Mario. Um, San Rafael heads. Shout out to uh, Concrete Rockers. Too. Concrete Rockers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Especially uh, Jan Wayne's Lacey. Hey. Uh, Shout out to this guy right here. Look at him. Look the him. royalty crew. The he wears royalty baggy crew. hoodies to hide his And muscles. I was like, you know, I would more of like mm. into popping and strutting and shit we, we'd come out to Pier 39 and battle for our space oh, so some that of was the best different. times That's was like tight. we would all 10 of us would have just barely enough money to take Golden Gate Transit to the 49 to 49 Pier 39 <laughs> and then we'd make enough money to eat put on a fresh set of D batteries in the box hey, and nice. get home Damn. Enough for the day. Enough for the day, and it was some of the best shit. Did each battle start with a hey, sucker? <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> was no, but it was, you know. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was and exciting. So from right? there, the music that was, was exciting. Oh, shit. so Jan. exciting and so new. Jan got something. Go ahead, Jan. All right, here's here's an interesting question for you. Um, Do you remember battling me? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you gotta beat me like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My family. I remember you. So then, <laughs> wait, so I'm that's Chile Verde Poppy. <laughs> so then, um, so then, being a b boy, right? You you kind of follow the music and you kind of have to hit all the beats and stuff. Was that kind of like a training ground for your like rhythm, like to for um, becoming a DJ, like kind of like. <laughs> Hitting, catching the catching the 100%, beat, hitting the beat. Yeah, 100%. Okay. You have to know the music. I mean, that's part of the choreography, right? And especially if you're like strutting next to a guy and you do like, uh, and then he, uh, and then you go, uh, then he, uh. It's like, and the, it, and it's more dramatic when you hit it on the breakdown and you hit it, you know. So you learn your 16 count and you learn your 8 count and you learn all that. Compounded with the fact that I was already from a musical family my dad was a musician mm, and it's just really i mean i would spend hours going through this eight track and mm. i would hear funk Ooh. cumbia rock reggae Ica mouse you know i was exposed wow, your to pops had Ica mouse? Oh, my eight pops track? is bad motherfucker dude <laughs> hey <laughs> shut up i don't know if he had the eight track that might have been some vinyl he had a good vinyl collection eight tracks and so but we're talking way back yeah so and even in mexico they have like a they're they're like rock oh man Cra like it's crazy their, like, metal, their, yeah, their metal, metal is metal not only uh, that but like they they had like 
very famous musicians doing like eight like 50s rock in spanish and that shit was i learned that first that's tight like when i heard the shit in english i'm like oh shit they copied that shit what are you biting so yeah the music was and uh when i first heard the first concert i ever went to yes in my life i was 14 years old and i went to see where were you it was it, i was leaving a soccer tournament in san rafael and we went to the Ber to berkeley and i saw herbie hancock Ooh, that's and, the a good first and the opening was steel pulse oh wow. shit. that was my first concert wow yeah, just man. just off a whim just and being it's crazy. in the area i, Did you guys I win know that i soccer? wanted to see uh herbie hancock Rocket live because I've heard it and the scratching blew my fucking mind. I was like, I gotta see this, mm. but I didn't know how moved I was gonna be with Steel Pulse. Mm. It was so sick. It shows the range too. And so there, that kind of like told you what was about to happen for the next forty <laughs> years. But not only that, Herbie Hancock, Rocket, Dr. Dre, Surgery. Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple other joints I was drawn to the scratching You know I was like fuck I gotta I gotta know what the fuck's going on with that So I had a home Fisher Record player Oh wow Fisher two, record player He had two you know dual cassette deck Radio and a turntable oh, And I figured out Without even seeing a mixer Or knowing what that was about I figured out with scratching that The forward sound you could hear yeah but the backward sound you couldn't hear how can i do that so i could go like fresh fresh and not fresh fresh so i went i would put my finger on phono fresh then pr still on phono press tape bring it back and it'd be silent oh. <laughs> so i'd be like fresh that, and that's how i learned that's like a mixer scratch. man <laughs> But I didn't. But, I that's wild, Aldrin. Wow. I was thirteen. Wow. On a Fisher set. Wow. So what did I do? I bought another one. Another Fisher set. Another Fisher set, just like it. And I put two speakers, but double wired both, so I could hear everything going on on two speakers. Mm -hmm. You know what's dope too is that your pop. Your pops is like into music, so he sees you getting like a second Fisher set, and he's like, "Hey, this motherfucker's spinning right now." Yeah. <laughs> we about to have the illest yeah, block exactly. party in here. Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, yo, block Watch. party is about to be did, lit. Like I did like a high school shit on tape decks. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I would do like some sick ass pause tapes. You did? I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. Sorry. You did an entire high school dance on with cassettes, and then that's why you're like. Fuck CDJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it vinyl. Yeah, exactly. We keep it vinyl. Keep it real on the real, the real. <laughs> yeah. But you want the some music? Difficult. The music just was so amazing and new. The Planet Rock was the first um, 12 inch mm. I bought. And well, I was just, where'd you buy that? Record Factory. Yo, Record Factory. Record Factory it's, gets talked about a lot here. Yo, shout out to the oh, oh. That, that was so there was a chain of it. Record yeah, Factory. there was a couple. Now I know. Um, later on, high school years, seniors, I would drive to Tower Records. Stone Sound? Tower Records right after the bridge over oh. there by um, oh, Fisherman's yeah. Wharf. Yeah, Columbus. I would go to the Sto uh, Stone yeah. Sound one upstairs. And then um, Bobby G's. 
Wow. Bobby, Bobby G's, G's was the first record pool I, I joined. So I would get some stuff from Bobby G's and um, yeah, dude. Just Shout out to LS at Amoeba. Yeah. So like you you, you mentioned like uh, Herbie Hancock, like Rocket, right? The, I, th- I, I love that because there are like moments in music where somebody kind of like changes the entire landscape, right? Like Tom Morello. Yeah. Like when he was scratching on the fucking like guitar, you're like, yo, like my mind can't comprehend. What was the last time? Do you remember the last time that happened to you? The last time that music like like my head up, like yeah, somebody re- did really something that was like, I mean, it, would, it didn't even have to be revolutionary. It just had to be something that you were like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, this is different. As far as music, I don't know, man, because I've seen so many greats do so many things. It's hard for me to like super blow my mind on like, like I've been to raves in LA, yeah, and like heard you know. So many great heads do like just amazing vinyl yeah. blends where you don't know where the song ended. And the song, you know, like the real shit. You How know? about this? I'm gonna switch it up. What about in food? <laughs> food wise, yeah. Like somebody did something. You're then you're just like, like what the fuck? You can uh, you can uh, let, you can let that question cook. Yeah, let that cook. Let, 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 let that yeah, question yeah, yeah, cook yeah. real I'm quick. Let it cook because I like that. So uh, j- just. Talking on that, uh, I'm gonna give you three cities, okay? Uh, you have to name a restaurant in in each city that's a guaranteed good meal, no matter what kind of food it is. Guaranteed good meal. Okay, I, I was Daily Z, South San Francisco, <laughs> uh, San Rafael, Ooh. San Rafael. San Rafael. San I'm gonna Rafael. say. I mean, I may be biased and say Celius. I think <laughs> San Rafael Celius. Is the best Celius. Whoa, hold on, hold on. We've talked about this and how there are different Celius. You are saying the one in San Rafael is the best. San Rafael. I think they have been the most consistent and true to the original recipes Mm. than all the Celius. That's just from my... From my experience, and who? And I mean, you're busting tables. I got. To, I trust you. Just, you know? just to, just to round that out. Who was, who is Celia's to you? So Celia's. Celia's. Uh, Celia is my mom's great aunt, right? That's blood. And they started the first Celia's in the avenues. It's still there. Uh, my uncles, when they came, they started busboying and. Um, Washing dishes and working at these Celia's places, and they said, "Hey, let's open up <laughs> a couple more." So then they did San, Ma- San Mateo, yeah. San Rafael, mm-hmm. and then one of my uncles said, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and do a bunch more on my own. Cool, whatever. However, it went down. So now there's Menlo Park, Palo right. Alto, Daily City, yeah, yeah." Um, there's um, a few more. Uh, I think there was a Berkeley, the San Rafael. We had a Cilius in Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, Daily City. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. my cousins run that. Great chimichangas. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cilius is just some good, mm. hot, mm. like warming Mexican fare that's, you know, it tells the story of where... Mexican cuisine was back then. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's not been lost. Are you going to find a lot of that stuff in Mexico? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, enchiladas, yes. 
But I think back then in the 40s, 50s, there was a, a Tex-Mex influence to Mexican food in Absolutely. the United States. Yeah. Absolutely. And that carried over to the tradition and the menu of Celia's to this day. Where, yeah. where did like, um, um, what is it? It's uh, like uh, um, polenta. Polenta is like, you know, they have that at like... Uh, Chevy's and stuff like that, right? Like the little corn thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. is that something that's like uh like, usually is that American? Like, yeah. No, is that American? I think that was more American, and that was more like um like oh, we have like an abundance of corn, like that kind of like uh, a not cleanser. quite as labor intensive as making a tamale. Oh, oh I see. So it's like an easier American, more um, budget friendly way of for you to have that. Flavor sensation without yeah. the cost of labor of actually making tamales. I mean, I love it. I'm not gonna lie. No, that shit is yeah. delicious. I wish, I wish their scoopers were bigger. I mean, uh, you know, back in the Chevy's heyday, fuck yeah, we'd go there and get the fucking all you can eat chips, the Hell tortilla yeah. machine thing, or the is brunch. It? Remember that brunch? Hold on. Okay. Before you say it. Okay. I, I still feel like the El Torito brunch. Yo, come on, is, come on! It's not even that good, no. but it's amazing. It, it is, is amazing. What the hell's going on, dude? Yes. it's the variety. How it's it just, just like, opened up. Like that's everything's like my, here. I mean, We're basically like talking about Michael Sarah or a fat ass margarita and. It's it's a great time out. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that is a great time out. That's a great time out. Great it's not outing, even that great, you know? but it's amazing. It's not, it's not that great. But it's, it's a Steven amazing. Seagal. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, a good yeah. Fa- it's a good family time because the yeah. whole the whole block's there. Yeah. So San Rafael is it would be Cilius. Cilius. Okay. Uh, uh, honorable mention, Soul. Shout oh, out to Soul. Soul is delicious. Beefsteak sandwich. Uh, uh, I, I almost think it's a little overrated. Now. But it's still... Very good. Food. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but o- Oakland, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland. Well, you know, Oakland. I'm gonna say that until he gets his 45s back. I haven't been able to explore a, a lot of the new. It, there's been a Oakland is growing, an amazing. Oakland is growing. Burst of new cuisines of all types in Oakland, and shout I'm, out to the town. And yeah. I'm, and I'm bummed that been haven't been able to explore. Cuisine in Oakland. Yeah. So I'm gonna narrow it down to tacos. And if you haven't uh, tried Ultimo Baile oh. tacos, that's a homie who's really. I, I want to say. I mean, he's definitely a, a mentor to me with the Pastor Papi project and the way that he's so passionate about how he delivers his food mm. and the way he approaches. I think. Ultimo Baile Tacos is the best carne asada in the Bay. Oh, I'm sorry, can you can we use all three mics and say that again? Ultimo Baile Tacos is the best carne asada in the Bay, and and I'm not and Whoa. I don't hesitate to say it. yeah. Yo. Like that guy really really Yo. puts Yo. a beautiful <laughs> approach to. I mean, you taste that shit, and it's on some other level. Mm. Like he. He's so passionate, almost to a fault. It's yeah. a love. It's a love. It's a love. Because sometimes when you're so passionate about your art, you're you don't emphasize the business of what you're doing, and he could give a rat's ass 
And so I was just gonna say shout out to Jack. I was just gonna say that shit. So uh, fuck with uh, fuck? Ultimo Baile if you can. Shout out. His approach to tacos right. is impeccable. Carne asada poppy. Wow. Yeah, that's that dude. Wait. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so you have you ever had any of those like uh, is it El Sonora tacos? Sinaloa. Yes, yeah, Sinaloa. You know, um, I've had every a lot of different trucks. Um, not recently. Uh, I tried um, El Sazon does a really good job. They park off the. Uh, they're just a new truck, and they do what what they do. They do great. I'm not a big fan. I shouldn't say, but I'm just not a as big a fan as everybody else of birria yeah. tacos. Yes, like I love birria. Don't get me wrong. I've had birria since I was little. My mom's from Jalisco. But like the goat. But like when, actual... when you have it, it's a stew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, you grab a tortilla and you fuck it up, and that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. So I was already like, hmm, when this whole like quesabiria trend came out. Yeah. And the first people that were doing it, El Galash. Um, La Santa Torta That other spot like off those, of those cats Valencia, were yeah. crushing yeah. Mm-hmm. their their that that technique. Now it's become a dime a dozen and it's mm-hmm. hit and miss. Yeah. And it's it, it's I've had some really crappy birria tacos because Iberia is a process, dog. It's like yeah. really, you know, if you do it right, right. It's a, a lot of attention to detail. Yeah, man. And, you know, the way it's supposed to be done, it's not always done now. People just boil some meat, throw some chili powder, and call it birria. And oh. that's not popping. Oh. It's not popping. What about the Matter Daddy? Have you heard of those? <laughs> what is it? Matter Daddy? Madre? No, Matter Daddy. Oh, no. Where is that? Where is that Ma- from? Matter Daddy? It's not gonna work. I have fucking with you. Nothing. Like, Are we fighting? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, okay. Side question. Where would you, if you were gonna get video, where would it be from? There's a oh. place in San Mateo, and I gotta ask my mom and dad where it is, and that's where my mom and dad go. Is that the one on North Am? Amplified. It's a oh man. It's like on B Street. I I don't know. I, I gotta ask them. On B Street. Okay. But. They do, it, they do it the OG style. You get a big ass bowl of, of goat birria, mm. side of rice and beans, tortillas, and you go to town. And I, that's the best. It's birria. a stew. It's a stew. It's a, it stew. a stew. It's always yeah. been a stew. And it's a stew. I have, um, to, I have to ask you a question. My good friend Rich swears that Redwood City has better Mexican food than San Francisco. Uh, that might have been true, maybe ten years ago. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> but sorry, Rich. I think Oakland right now is leading the the <laughs> way, and as far as where Mexican food is going, so uh, as far as like I, I you know, Mexican food has always been on trend, yeah. and and people are gonna sell. What sells What's in demand Mm -hmm. Yeah Which I like And I don't like Because Then what are you doing Are you who, what are you the purveyor of? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and that's yeah. why I like Ultimo Baile because he didn't jump on the Beria trend. He didn't jump on the Tijuana style trend. He's still doing what he does. I want to say that about myself. Like, Woo! I'm a pastor papi. I'm Please. still going to make a pastor tacos. I'm not going to start making Beria because it sells. I'm not here just to make money. I'm here to share a piece of my culture with you. And so, 
Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. You know, like the, I feel it. So you know, that's I feel it. What no, about I, I think, what, I think, what about Delhi City? I, I do want to say though. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love I love exactly what you said because the more that people pander to the masses. The more they lose their authenticity. Everyone's chasing well, the check, though, right? Yeah, well, there's got to be a, a, a fine line somewhere because you can't just become a cafeteria. Yeah. You know, then what are you the purveyor of? You know, what is your passion? You know, it's like, um, who yes, do you represent? So, yeah, yeah. Who are you? You you know, you're, you're sharing something of yourself with the people. So it's like, <laughs> that gets lost. Bars. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Bars. Go ahead. And then so. Delhi City. If you were gonna eat in Delhi City, coma, let, let's let's include the whole six five zero, just 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 well, to widen the landscape. Again, man, like <laughs> I love Mexican food. Hey, and La Tapatia is mm-hmm. fucking shit up for me. Grand yeah. Avenue, Grand Avenue, Shout out to Grand Avenue. Like I really yep. like their Cash that family. Do it, and you know it's like, here's my thing. It's like, you see a lot of people. Now, what's trending now is to be a food IG person, right? And that and that's cool. Like I'm not knocking people's hustle, especially if we've been eating. Yeah, ah, tell them ah, we even. Hey, I'm not saying nothing, but so, I'm saying something. So that and it, it needs to be said. But my whole thing is like that's cool. You're speaking to a. An audience that also that also might not be well food read, but everyone's going out to eat. Everyone can like and not like something, and you're just sharing what you like and don't like. Or right. what you're being paid to. Or what you're being paid and to. And it doesn't like mean like. that you know about food. You're not a chef, right? And so, and some people are right. So it's different people's opinions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But spin right I'm now. just saying, dog, and like, so if you're if you're coming from it from an angle of, hey, I'm just eating food and I want to share what I like and I don't like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, a, a guy that I really really like right Keithley. now is the snack sensei. Hey. Oh yo, that cat, yo, is, city boys, we up. He's cool as fuck. Yeah, and <laughs> he he he's the he's a great example of. I'm just gonna try some dope shit and yeah. then some like Taco Bell new release shit and share with you in a very entertaining shout fashion. Shout out to Oscar. Yeah. How you do? How he does? Shout it. out. The funny thing is, is that it, it's out. so funny that you mentioned that because shout uh, out to Ollie. Uh, next, uh, shout out to Jeremy. He used to be my next neighbor and he used to make beats for Oscar, who was who was a uh, snack sensei, right? Grando. Grando. And every fucking Tuesday. Or like one day of the week, I'd catch him outside. Him and his, uh, him and his roommate, Jeremy and his roommate, and like I'm like, where y'all coming from? Like, yo, we just came from Apple Store, Poppy Duck. They loved your shit, bro. And yeah. they would do it like they would have it weekly. And I was like, yo, like that's respect. And and I mean, when he came at us, he came at us with like, hey man, I don't want to talk about nothing, but just I want to do a thing with you and. Let's not worry about nothing else. I just really love your food and want to share it with the people. I'm like, dude, shout out to Oscar. We would love to have him on, bro. Yeah, you should, dude. That guy, you know, there's just some people that life's about timing. Yeah. And he found his timing right now 
for everything that he's learned and known, it's working for him right now, and he's going with it. I want to so. thank you for your timing too, because I, yeah, yeah. we we know like we know like time is not a luxury for everyone, right? And for you to make time to. Like I said, every little project that I had, you always pulled up. Oh, man. Because you're at, the homie. At, at a thousand percent, too. So, like, like Miguel knows because he's been around. The injury is weird. And it's then weird as fuck. We're, we're talking man. about, like, not even, like, the, the, the club industry. is like, the food industry and just, like, the social media industry now. Everything is weird, right? And there's very few authentic people. And I would co-sign on this motherfucker any day of the week like he is one of the most realest dudes you'll get great food you'll get you'll get service with a smile and he's he's never switch up but i do never wanna, switch you know up. i do want to keep it super real and and acknowledge that i'm just a man and uh, and i've done amazing things i've done great things and i've also made Huge mistakes in my life, right? Life be lifing. And life be lifing. And life be lifing. Life but, life hella be lifing. You know, you just gotta shout out to my ex wife. Learn from your mistakes mm. and, and just try to move forward and be better. And and that's the path I'm on. You know what I love about you is the fact that you know even when you were talking about um, your homie in Oakland who does like carne asada, you give him his flowers, you acknowledge the hard work that he does. Yeah, man, you recognize it. all of those different poppies out there. Yeah, no, for real, like, and, and they inspire me. Like I was saying, like the tapatia, like yeah, shout out to back tapatia, to that, man. Back, back to that, um, like, like real food experience. How can you rate la tapatia? If you have, if you haven't experienced real ass Mexican street food in yeah. all over Mexico, yeah, right. I come from that, yeah, and and to go there, from the moment you walk in, the every aisle you go through, I feel like I'm at home. So yes, they, please, uh, please acknowledge if you've never been to Mexico that they're bringing, literally bringing Mexico to you. Yeah, they're bringing so the culture. It's a beautiful experience. And you'll Bars. realize one day when you go to La Tapatia and you check Stadia. everything out, if you get to go to Mexico, you'll be like, oh, shit, I felt this before. La Tapatia, right? So uh, I'm sorry to cut you off real quick, no, but no, uh, I don't, as you know, I don't know if you do know, but for every guest that we have here, we like to play a little game with them. Well, I'm not taking off my clothes, dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Well, it looks like we've all lost it. <laughs> So uh, today's actually won. <laughs> today's game, yeah, is called "Who's Your Poppy." Hey, who's your poppy? I am going to ask you a set of questions. Questions about different famous poppies and papas mm. who have uh, left a, a mark in all of our lives. Okay. Yeah. You ready to go? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. We're here. That's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. Opposite Poppy in the house, yo. Question number one. Brother of Rick, he is the father of Pump. Which Papa is this? Wait, this is a quiz show, dog? (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Run it back. Brother of Rick. Brother of Rick. Yeah. He is the father. Father. Of pump, of pump, which oh man, Papa is this? You, you 
I'm a lifeline. You want? You, if you want a lifeline, fuck. A life. man. How you gonna give me a bunch of Jameson asses? <laughs> I just got off work. <laughs> just got off work straight from the. Use a lifeline. Here. Gus is an amazing lifeline. <laughs> I'd like to use a lifeline. Go ahead. Uh, is Big Papa Pump from uh, the NWO Buff Bat? No. Big Papa Pump. Big Papa. Big Papa. Yep. Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. This is some awesome right, wrestling sir. nerd shit. You are correct. Big Papa Pump. You guys are beautiful. This is beautiful. <laughs> Question number two. Jesus. Lover of Mofongo, this daddy has a collection of World Series rings. Mm. Which Boston Red Sox is this poppy? poppy. That's it, Poppy. David Ortiz. David yeah. Ortiz. I mean, David Ortiz. If there's one person you can call just Poppy. Two for two, bro. Poppy. Two for two. Two for two. Well, that, you got the assist on the first. That's it. You know what? Though? 100%. Hey, there's no. Co- there's no. Kobe with no Jack. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A line chef. That's Qu- all it is. Line chef. Is chef. So <laughs> question number three. This young Filipino boxer recently <laughs> suffered his first loss and is from the UK. What is his name? I, I uh, 100% need a lifeline. Gus. Salt Poppy. If you were correct, it <laughs> wow. is Salt Poppy. This is amazing. I'm going <laughs> to learn something today. And this is the last question Jesus of the game. Christ, okay. <laughs> this is the important one. Okay. I'm never coming back here again. Hey, okay. he is. Actually, no, this is the second. This is the second to the last. Oh, second, to the last. second to the last. Okay. This man froze up in the last round of a rap battle against B-Rabbit. Which... Papa is this? Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's his life name? Line? Uh, uh, Should I say it? Or yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mile. Papa Doc. Papa Doc. Papa Doc. Everybody right. voted yeah. who yeah, won three. <laughs> that was the. Be- I just saw that movie. Too. <laughs> Everybody voted who won three. Last question. Are you ready? <laughs> Papa Doc. This Poppy mm. has given back to the community. Mmm. Set roots. Come on, man. In the Bay Area. I know this. Come on, man. And is one of the most well respected men out there. That's my brother, on man. The streets. That's my brother, Which man. Which poppy is this? Which poppy is this, man? Let's hear him say. I might have to say Al Pastor Papi. Yeah. Correct. Wait, it's not it's yes. not Papa Roach? No. no. But he does cut his life into shout pieces. Out. Yeah, you know I love him. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I had this is great. I had a question. <laughs> talk about this guy did his homework. He did. Like over did. Talk talk about uh and I love it. Talk about Swift Rock. The reason why we're drinking Jameson, you know what? Like, the reason why we're drinking Jameson, Jameson was via via your request. As they're and like, "What do you want to drink?" I'm like, "The answer to that is a hundred percent always tequila, always." But because it's kind of game. Be- oh, because you know, Swift was part of our family. Mm-hmm. I and then we are in Daly City, mm-hmm. and tomorrow I'm gonna pull out my Swift Rock candle for Dia de los Muertos as I do every day, every year for him. <sighs> We wanna, in honor of him, 
have our little Jameson as we do every time I go visit him. So we're drinking Jameson for Swift, who's another person that super influenced the way I DJ and the way I approach crowds. I think um, more importantly, you said it at the top of the episode, the way you approach life. Because 100%. Like I said, yes. Yeah. He left so much for me to give back to my community, give back to my children. And so he's always going to live with me, with us. And um, But li- directly speaking, like... I love Swift Rock as a DJ. He was an impeccable DJ in every sense of the the word. Yeah. And he was a master of his craft. But whether it came to mixing the real shit, some jiggy shit, making beats, his approach was always impeccable and well prepared, um, which influenced me in what I do. But more so than a DJ I loved how B was a a beautiful man in the way that he was always understanding and open to what you thought and he he always saw you you know he didn't just come with his opinion or hit you know push his agenda or whatever he really like Conversated with you and, and had some great input as far as what you had to bring, you know. So that was a bad motherfucker too. He's a that was a bad. He's a DJ. bad motherfucker like, too. You know when you are. I've always said this. I said this last time I was here, and I'll say it next time I'm hey. here. Is shortcuts probably the best DJ that ever DJ. And to be shortcut sparring partner, like your dude, to to bounce off what you do, mm. that was Swift Rock, right? So that's who Swift Rock was, and yeah. it, you know. So we drink to him today, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, love, for sure. Um, Tamara Palmer. Tamra's one of the dopest persons ever. T-Money. She's a friend. She's a friend mm. and... But also like... A, Original foodie. A very brilliant person. Yes. She's brilliant in her yes. approach to her craft. I just fuck with some dope motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> fuck it. Shout Tamra out to Tamra Palmer. A, t- Tamra, again, sees you. And wants to let people know about you. She's excited for you. She's a dope DJ. And she respects and approaches the craft in a beautiful, respectful manner. Yes. And her writing as well as her DJing, you know. um, Everything with intent. Everything with purpose. Yes. Everything with intent. Yes. And everything to uplift as many people as Shout she team, goes. Man. She when she buzzes tables, she grabs glasses from all the places from before she B gets to, to C. A to B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so shout out to her and mm-hmm. yeah, she's a, a a very special person and um, I want to say that she's responsible for me being on Bobby Flay. Because she wow. wrote, money. she wrote an article way before that shit about DJs in the that Bay are also chefs. Yep, 
Pam the Funkstress was mentioned. Shout out to Pam! And DJ Mystery was mentioned. And that Shout article got a lot of buzz back before buzz was buzz. <laughs> so <laughs> that opened a lot of doors. And I believe Food Network saw that amongst all of their studies. And yeah. Team Money featured We Eating episode one. And then that's what kind of like gave us a pop. And wow. Shout out to shout, no, Tamara Palmer is very important to the Bay Area food scene. A lot of people Dog. don't know. Like, right? I, I yeah, don't know. I'd not, love to know that. She's not, she's not she's one. She's not like this flashy person mm. with 2000, you know, 20, 30, 100,000 million followers. Nope. She's just. But she person. she's responsible for a lot of shit. Yes, you know she's interviewed yes, everyone you you are you admire. She's sat next to them and interviewed them. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for that, Maze. Um, uh, let me see here. Um, when you had the uh when when you uh had the the Bobby Flay episode, you you did a you did a watching party. Yeah. Do you remember what food? That you, sh- uh, what food you showcase at this watch party? The well, there was two watch parties. There was the the one at the Mission Cultural Center, mm-hmm. and then there was the one at Milk. Yep. Do you remember? Do you remember the food you showcased at Milk? At Milk, I don't. Um, was it? Uh, what was it? Something, something adobo, did. adobo hobo. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Adobo, adobo hobo. hobo, adobo hobo, and and Migs did a seasick burrito, and I, I I want first it was chicken adobo, first it was chicken adobo well, in '09. I, I I almost want to say we did, yeah, because those guys. So when there was the first That's um, adobo hobo, there was the first um, recession. Yep, a lot of professional, brilliant people. Yeah. Lost their shit, yeah. And so a lot of them, the creme brulee guy, yeah, and this is circling back to, t- to t- Tom Palmer. Yeah, pizza she was hacker. A, yep. Uh, so what, what people would do is they curry created up now. food. Yep. Oh, yeah, curry and up. They created food, and their thing was like, we are. They would announce on Twitter. Yeah. We're at Dolores Proceed for the apart. next two hours. Yep. Fuck with us, and people would be like, "Oh shit!" And mm-hmm. they'd have a line and sell out. I used to chase the creme brulee guy. No, it's a double hobo. <laughs> double hobo. There was a- ABC the the uh, the the cheese milk pizza hacker, like you said, mm-hmm. Smitten. Lubia mm-hmm. Smitten was early on the back of a bike, and Tamara Palmer put me on this. Like it was a prestigious eyes, and she was like, "Hey, pull up on them," and. It was like the first time I ever had like a gluten-free like fucking cupcake, and it was just people who would just cook shit and was just that really out. revolutionized a lot of the the landscape of food as we know it now, and and started a lot of things that you eat now, but they were influenced by that whole movie. Twitter was was a real thing for like funny yeah. foods. Just a side note: me and my mom had one, and we did one event. Her event, uh, her name was Master Flan, and she did like leche flan and toron. So that was me and my mom. You guys only did one. Yeah, we did. We did one, and this it was guy. like when it was like an alley right behind, uh, like twenty first. There was like an alley that would be in the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like shout out to the Olympia cart. There was a lot of early people, really a lot of early people who, yeah, yeah. who who like revolutionized the envelope. Yeah, on cuisine. 
I'm being outside, like bringing yeah. home cooking outside to the masses. I'm not gonna lie, I still, I still like uh, order beef jerky off Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to beef jerky <laughs> well, off Instagram. You know, yeah, everyone, I, it's like a different like. But out the- everyone has their flaws. Uh, you can air everything out. You can just air. Feel, you know what I mean? Feel free to air everything out here with us. This is the platform for it. This is this is the platform for it. Yeah, we're here for you, brother. I don't jerk to OnlyFans. I jerk to. <laughs> Beef jerky. Hey, shout out to my homegirl that does her flan company that's only flans. Hey, Ooh, we full circle. We've talked about that before and somebody didn't get the joke. That's, I don't want to say that's anything. Dope. And like, that's dope. You know, like, what a catch that was to name your shit only, only flans. flans. Yeah. Just, <laughs> does she also, does she, do they come with feet? Pics? It's only flans. Oh, only shit. flans. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, man, but that was a, an exciting time in food, and like we were, we we're still papa loading back then, and it was different. Yeah, it really was. It was you know? Miguel used to but, come uh, come up to the club with trays, trays of full food. of food, trays of food. You would have a DJ and the chef, and it'll come up with like chicken quesadillas and shrimp, salsa and the chips, chips and, and salsa, oh. rice and beans. And people would like I wouldn't bring it out to like one thirty in the morning. Very end. So all the diehards that stayed would be reward. fucking yes, up you'd be some fed. Club. You'd be fed. But I, come on, man! Like I, it, I can't go on any further with this interview without acknowledging how important and helpful we eaten was for for me personally. Like, Shout out to Mono. I want to say that you you guys put <laughs> such cry. an amazing light on my ideas of uniting Mexican food and Filipino food. You was early too. Doc, Hell we early. Were, we, I, just tell me, email later, DM whoever, who did that before me. Like who'd really I want to know Because I might not know Who made Like Mex- Mexican And Filipino food In the bay before me Mexipino was almost a thing They don't even know They don't even know Mexipino truck Was almost a thing People were I know there's one dude Who was trying to experiment And he made a churro lumpia But it was whack Yeah I don't know I don't know about it Mix was early guys because, Chicken you know, double burrito Was really early That shit was before It was bootleg A too. lot of people That are doing that I'm not gonna lie Thriving walk, off of that now I used to walk down From St. Luke's Hospital 24th Grab that fucking burrito Dog, Chicken we, double We would burrito. sell like And I shared this With We Eaton Like at the second Or third time We sold like 120 pounds Of chicken Adobo In a day like that shit was big, man. Like, yeah, you know, but it really—it was another thing out of love. It was another thing out of love and culture and bringing people together. And I learned a lot about what Filipinos and Mexicans were doing way before in California. Come on, a, man! With the farm worker movement, yeah, and how influential Filipinos were in the boycotts and that whole part of. Of farm worker movement in California, and that's so full circle because you've been you've been giving back to that culture. It was a it was that's full it circle. It was a for beautiful you. thing for me to be a part of that. Come on, man, and learn. It was full circle. It's full circle. You're still Absolutely. doing that. You know, still, so my kids are Mexicano, and so 
You know, it's you like, brought the truck you know, out to the people. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Them, you I'll know? tell you what. If your kids are Mexicano, that means that those are some of the hardest working motherfuckers. <laughs> I know, Doc. I, I wish know. It was true. No, I'm just <laughs> yo. Shout out to the kids. They'll be a nurse. They'll work for the USPS and have their own Shout food truck. Kids, though. yo. I, you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. My, I, everything we've talked about, everything we've mentioned, Kaepernick. Bobby Flay, Papalote, Apastor Papi, does add it all up, and it doesn't compare to me and my love for my kids, and like being a father. That's been the greatest spoken like a true Papi that I really yeah. I mean, it 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 oversees. More than that's the real poppy. That's the real poppy. I, shit. When I'm here, yeah. and I only live and for my children. When you told me you were going to start Almost or Poppy, when you remember where uh, we were at? Where were we? We were in Pacifica at uh, at, at a music recital. Tell the random because <laughs> for the kids, for the kids, yes. your kids' oh, music okay, recital. Yeah, you you told me he's like, hey. I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna start a truck, and I was like, "What do you want me to? Do? What do you want to do?" He goes, let, let, "Let's help me get it out there." And then you, you, you single-handedly did that because I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and act like you wasn't a mastermind at that shit. You know what I mean? Like by you making Officer Poppy on Wheels, you brought it to the people, and you didn't. You didn't hold back, like. Like when you cook, you always cook for the masses. That's why you brought food to people right, at right, the end right. of the club. But now, when you made it your own, you made it mobile, so you were able to bring it to the people. You were in the town. That was more powerful. That was more powerful than I knew it would be. Yeah. Because I took that truck to the farms, <laughs> like during the numerous during, times during the the whole um, COVID shit. We took that little trailer. To the farms, to the people that needed it, to their house, Santa Rosa, uh, at the farmers there. After the fires, we took the truck. We took that truck to Oakland. We've taken that truck to the farm workers in Brentwood. We've taken that truck to the people that needed food. Yeah. So I, I was able to take my food to them without, you know, like on the spot. You were never about the cheesy shit. Let's keep it a buck. You were never, you were never about the cheesy shit. You, you kept it authentic to how you felt. Yeah, you kept it authentic. You. <laughs> you kept it authentic to, 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 to what made you happy and what gave you purpose. Well, and and and, and you have to keep it a hundred percent real. Yes. You know, I can't have, I can't boast my up store and not have it be the. I mean, I'm giving you the authentic mm. Mexico City. Recipe for al pastor with a pineapple. One, one of I mean, here's my thing with al pastor and my frustration is that a lot of people in the Bay grew up having their favorite al pastor. I mm-hmm. get it. You okay. tried like you know Cancun's al pastor. You tried um, you know Alfarolitos al pastor. You tried the taqueria down the street. They're al pastor, and it's my favorite. No one can fuck with it. I mm. love it. Mm. I get it. Because you grew up with it. It's all you know. It's back to it's back to me saying, like, how you don't know. You can't judge Mexican food if you haven't <laughs> eaten Mexican food mm-hmm. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. 
don't get into an argument with me about San Jose is better, Redwood City is better. Woo, woo. If you haven't thoroughly eaten Mexican food in Mexico, right? So, technically speaking, it's not al pastor if it's not from the trompa. trompa. That's, that's, just, that's just a fact. You, you know, if you go to Mexico and you ask for al pastor, a hundred percent of the time, it's going to be from the trompo because mm-hmm. that's what makes it al pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people have gotten cutesy with al pastor, and you know, I went to the international smokehouse. What's that place with? Um, Aisha Curry. Yeah. Then they made like a. It's like a C minus. And they made like some it's something al pastor. Yeah, it's not and really. I'm good. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, it, if you put a pineapple on it, it doesn't make it al no. pastor. No. Yeah. No, but it was delicious. Whatever. And yes. I'm, I'm just and, and, and you know C-. my favorite not al pastor al pastor is from Cancun. Taqueria Cancun. Taqueria Cancun. Don't they park in the Burger Park lot. You'll get towed. Yeah. <laughs> it's some delicious marinated pork. Yes. But it's just not, not al pastor, pastor. Right. I feel that. So you know, and I say this like I, I would ask you if lumpia was wrapped. And rice paper. Ooh. Well, is it lumpia still? Fuck no. No. No, but that's what Vietnamese. Is, so I'm just it's saying, like, why then? How dare you call it lumpia? Right. It's if, not if lechon was made out of chicken, is it still lechon? It's, it's, it's lots of manok, but I I I want to. But I do want to. I do want to. I, do, I do want to take this time. To kind of highlight exactly what you're saying Because this is what The poison of Yelp is The poison of Yelp is Anybody who goes on Yelp Is trying to either Say something That is scarring Or venomous In order order to make a stand Or in order to make A splash Elite But in actuality, if you go to any other country, Yelp is non-existent. And that is because they are supportive of any person who is trying to do their own shit. I'm just going to say this. Throughout 19 years of Papalote and throughout six years almost of Al Pastor Papi, I fucked with Yelp zero. (laughs) I'll say that. That's all I'll say. All I have to say is Yelp, you want to sponsor the podcast? Let me know. No, no, no. no, no, no. We ain't taking nothing from you. I'll take that Yelp money. If you're on the fence about trying my food and you go to Yelp to see if you want to fuck with my food, that's different. Just don't even come. Yeah, no, no, no. Just don't even come. It's not for that. Because if you don't get it, you won't get it. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you have to. And and I'm not trying to be rude. No, we're not trying to be rude. It's like I do something very specific. Either you get it or you don't get it. Either you love it or or move on. It's it's like this though, right? If we were to compare this back to music, I remember days when I was younger where I would buy albums on the strength of one song. And maybe I'm not even really in love with that song and I'm not in love with that album, but I'd buy the album just to take a risk. What's the risk? Sixteen ninety nine back then? $8.99. The nice price. Right. See, the thing is, is that people are too scared to risk it all. If you want to take a risk, don't fucking look to Yelp to see what's the best hot new. Just fucking go out there. Yeah, I love that you said that because it's crazy. 
like people go come up to me at the truck, and I I really don't want to. I'm not. I hope I don't come out as disrespectful. I appreciate I hope I do. everyone that comes to my truck. Love is love. But yeah. where people ask like, well, what do you like? What what's your favorite? I'm like, well, I, are you gonna buy me lunch, dog? Because yeah, take a risk. Yeah, you know, really read my menu. And like take a risk Whatever you usually get at your standard taqueria Get it from me But you know be yourself Don't be don't be scared to take a risk on food You know and you might love it You might not But at least you know You know don't you don't have to A lot of you know You might see some dope shit on Instagram And, and it looks amazing Yeah support Support the Instagrammer, support the spot, but take mm. a risk and try. You know, have your own opinion. That reminds me, though. Right? <laughs> I remember seeing an interview where you were basically rattling off the menu. We have tortas, we have tacos, we have empiros, and that's it. That's a lot. You said that. You emphasized that's a lot. Because the thing is, is that what, honestly, what the fuck do you want? If you aren't in love with any one of those items and haven't tried any one of those items, then how do you know you don't like it? Now, I will say this. Um, we all have a, you know, people have their nine to fives. Yeah. That's when you have to be on. Yeah. That's when you have to be thinking. Yeah. That's when you have to be engaged. That's when you have Sometimes. to be money. Yeah. When you get off that job, the last thing you want to do is think. Fucking do anything hard, so you become somebody else. And I do this. I get frustrated at you because you are asking all this stuff. Or, but then I'll go to a place and be like, uh, <laughs> "What's a pizza pepperoni?" It's like a pizza with pepperoni. You know. So it's like we just kind of lose it and just. So I get it, right? So. <laughs> But so we're patient, but again, like go, just try it, try explore, do me a favor. If I were to ask anybody who's watching right now, just try it and just don't leave a scathing remark yeah. that may affect well, a small you business. You can because I'm not gonna see it. I don't fuck with you. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's like aside from talking about all that. I just want to big up the people that come and get it. Yeah. Like, you see what I've done. You see what, what's in front of you. You see the trompo. You see the effort. And and you get it. Thank you. Because I'm here for you. Right? You also didn't get uh, your own day in San Francisco for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> like, what? No, but, you know. A hundred percent I did not get that day Because of my food I got that day Because of our commitment To the community True A hundred percent And so Regardless of my food Yeah We're always committed To our community And I personally Will always be committed To my community Because We are the community You know I think things are designed So that we do shit just for ourselves and that's not right you know so it's like we yeah. have to really carry our community carry each other you know just overall uh, just in closing words I know we're like uh, over time Jan what do you got for what do you mean uh, it's only been like two hours <laughs> <laughs> two more look man 
If I would have known that this shit was going to be on the day that the Lakers, the Lakers played the Clippers and the Warriors are playing, can we just say real quick? Post the hard I, I, I had a, a thought when I was driving here that when, in, when I was growing up, I, um, I'm a Laker fan. You guys know this. You may not know this. I did not I'm just know a Laker this. fan. I, I didn't change anything though, because you are the man of the community. Uh, I know this, but I'm a basketball fan. Yes, he is. And I just want to point out that when I used to watch basketball, I would watch Michael Jordan's games because he was probably the best player to ever play. Ever. And the way you watch is because he would do something that you've never seen before. He would play the game in such an amazing fashion um, that you would watch you because can't help but you watch. wanted to see this amazing way of approaching the game. I And I love Kobe Bryant and LeBron James is a great player, but I'm, I go watch basketball and I watch Warrior games to watch Curry. And since I hasn't been since Jordan that I've gotten that feeling until I've seen Curry. And I think we've we are experiencing one of the best players to ever do it. Right. And so like, our life. you've motherfuckers made me miss this guy. I'm just playing. But he's a big shout Laker out, fan I know. Shout out to basketball <laughs> to curry yeah because he's we were experiencing one of the best players in our generation Fuck to yes. ever play so yeah. shout out to that guy. what you what you got for shout that? out what you, what you got jam i i second that um i used to watch jordan and it was uh, super rare and i i don't i haven't had that feeling ever, ever since and then now i'm getting it with curry so 100 percent rare air it's rare, rare air. air so what i you got, got I, I got a couple things uh it's it's kind of gonna be a lot but um I think back in the day, I used to be, or um, I, I, I'm friends with uh, Apollo and Shortcut. And there was a couple of times um, where I, I, I went to your spot and uh, I was I was able to experience a triple threat burrito. And I, I was just like so amazed by that. And I think that's where my, um, like, uh, like uh, being, a fa- being a fan of yours uh, started because I was like, who, who does, who does, um, a burrito with my friends yeah and it, it was it was such like a like a, a mind-blowing thing for me that was a real thing for the community i don't know if you know that i yeah. know man like that was a real big a thing for the community for me like you know that burrito was not a just a gimmick like i'm i wanted to fully give my flowers to your brethren before that was a thing your brethren flowers was a thing your uh, brethren you know, the shortcut apollo and ben rock I mean, Apollo is the most unsung hero of uh, of that ju- of this genre, or sung hero to a lot of us because he is such a flawless DJ in every <clears throat> aspect of the the art, and I learned a lot from Apollo. He's like the Jermaine Dupri. Like he's a he's a grandmaster. Apollo is a grandmaster, and, and and don't get that twisted. And I don't say that lightly. Apollo is a grandmaster, and you're, you know, shortcut looks up to Apollo. I mean, he's the he's, dawn. He he's the, the dawn. man. That yeah. guy's humongous. Like his approach to DJing, you know, mind you, he's an original scratch pickle, and he's a bad motherfucker when it comes to theming out mixes. Before that was a thing. Yeah, and I learned a ton from Apollo. I was. 
so honored and privileged to be amongst these cats, dog. So I had to give them their ultra props in the only way I could. And that was with this food, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Triple thread burrito was a amazing. bad motherfucker. I remember when it was ten dollars. When, when, like when, when, when it first came out, yeah. it was like ten. Yeah, round table after, like, burrito. yeah, burritos were like at like a five, six dollar rate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the other thing too. I was like, wow, I gotta pay, I gotta pay for that thing. But it, it, was, it was it was so good, like every every part of it. But know that that burrito beat Bobby Flay. That's the burrito yeah. that beat Bobby Flay. Blah, blah. Wow. And I was so there for that. You have full, full knowledge of it. Yes. You have full, full knowledge of the whole story behind that burrito and what it did. Yeah. And that burrito beat Bobby Flay. Amazing. Um, 100%. Uh, second thing was shout out. I didn't know you were a b-boy, but uh, Apollo was a b-boy too, which he influenced me and um, I, I couldn't believe like um, his style and the way he had long hair. That's why I rock my long hair too. So that's why I had a ponytail. Cliff Rock had the same style, right? Um, one time we were at a hotel room in Las Vegas for Fran Boogie's bachelor party. Were you wearing Jesus slippers? And we were. We I was wearing Jesus airs. <laughs> That's rare. Documented on the um, most rarest airs on friends on a um, friendster and um, MySpace, um, and we were so hyphy that night that Apollo did about seven or eight gyros in the middle of the fucking windows. Wow. In the middle of the hotel room. That's how hyphy we got that night. And I saw that. Praise the Lord. It blew my mind, dog. Apollo was a pretty Apollo's, bad b-boy. He's just a dope dude. Shout out to... He's hip-hop. Grandmaster DJ Apollo. That motherfucker's hip-hop. All right. Um, I think I'm going to end it on this. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you for your time. Mm. It, it means a lot to us, uh, me, uh, especially at the, on the podcast. Um, I always visited uh, your truck, and I always felt at home. And I think that's what um, you, you, you kind of convey. And... Uh, what is it called? Um, I, I always love that feeling. Like, even though we, uh, I didn't know you, we didn't know each other. Uh, when I was ordering, it felt like we did know each other. And on the, uh, <laughs> um, on the fun, on like the weirdest occasions, like I would send you stuff on a DM. Right, right. I need screenshots to confirm. I would send you like DMs, and then and then you would kind of like uh, remix it and repost it and i'll be like wow like miguel's like really like open and and like i, I felt you know like super at home and, I, and that made me want to support you like a, yeah, like, man, even like, more please know and thank you brother and please know that i i am so grateful that anyone that gets what i'm doing or appreciates what i'm doing whether it's djing or my food like i'm i'm it's coming from the heart you know, and it's coming out of love and it's my true story in in music form or in food form. And so for you to appreciate it or get it, it, it means the world to me. It means a ton to me. So I'm going to if you fuck with me, I fully fuck with you. Ask this man. Thousand percent. JD Fresh. JD Fresh. JD Fresh. So, uh, man, I totally fanboyed out. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm a foodie, man, and I always appreciate good food. And I would see you at the venue, say what's up. I see you at the chef store. I'd say what's up. 
And I don't know if you knew, but after I, in my head, I'm like, that's that dude right there. Mm-hmm. And I see my, even mama's met him. And I'm like, he, to joked, mama. he joked around like, you don't make her work, right? I'm like, oh yeah, she does her, she does her own thing. I'm like, mama, that's that guy right there. Like he, he is it. But there's a, a one thing that I've never shared with anyone here yet. Uh, a good family friend, um, Roddy, aka Rock Roo, um, a good family friend very close to us passed away about two years ago and that dude's one of his final requests is El Pastor Poppy's gotta be there at my celebration life and serve everybody and um, for someone who's like ready to go out of all the choices in the world Roddy chose you right and you were I was there you were serving up a hundred Plus Ube Horchata's oh. everything, bro. Oh. I mean, like, for someone to choose you out of like everything is just a testament, bro, to like not just the food that you offer, but the person you. I remember that man. And uh that motherfucker's and free 99ers is your Yelp review. <laughs> right there. Yeah, man, that's dope, you know. And like it, it really it really um shows you that. It, it it comes from the heart, and then when when people get it, it it, it clicks right, and and it's bigger than any of this. It's bigger than the food, and it's bigger than the music. It's it's the human connection, and that alone is the sole purpose of all this. Is that human connection, you know? And so I I love that that happened, and I love hearing about your. That we made a human connection, and I made a human connection, and then and the, when we're when we're all done with this, that's all that counts because yes. that goes on forever, right? So right on, man. Thank you. That means a lot. I mean, because I mean, you could serve us some bomb ass food, right? But mm-hmm. like, if you were just like whatever, serving the bomb food, number seventy three, number seventy, whatever. Here's your food. That's that. But like, man, for a person to actually have a final request and have you in it, you got to be that person, you know, like you can't just serve up the food. You got to be that genuine person. That's you, bro. You so know, much I, love. I I, um, I think the man or, you know, for giving me these vehicles yeah. to make that human connection, you know, because I made it with this guy, you know, making it with you guys and that's really what it's all about you know and that's what i want to if i if i can share one thing with my children is that that's what it's all about and let's you know just stay open to really connecting with people and just making this whole thing a better thing right that's fucking amazing you know a car's gonna break down a house might burn down but the human connection is unfuckwithable 100 percent prior to you becoming the alpastor poppy you were doing what you did and you what you did was amazing you've touched so many lives but there was a point in time where you saw a trumpo right not put together you saw the layers of meat you saw all of the seasonings the pineapple and it, from afar nobody can make any sense of it but like what you did, what you did do 
like what you do with everything else is that you put it all together and you make it beautiful yeah man and but uh, you know i'm sharing my exactly my story of my experience my life the first time i was a little kid and i seen al pastor i want you, to you gotta appreciate the fact that i love benny hana I saw that, that, was, that and, the reason, I got that. and the reason why I love Benny Hanna is because you get the show. Yeah, and the food is great, you know, but it's the show. Yeah, God damn, that shit is. But prior, prior, but right? Before Benny Hanna's was at Pastor, the real at Pastor, and there's some fucking amazing dudes. LA's trying to do it, but. You never seen it like you see it in Mexico City. Where here's a story I want to tell you. Go, go for it. I I, I grew up in Mexico City. I love al pastor. I moved to the United States and I came back when I was like 14, 15 to Mexico City. And the first thing I wanted to do was get some al pastor. There's a place called El, to El Tizoncito in Mexico City. They have a few locations. We went to like a nicer one. The way they charge you is you stand next to the guy with a trompo and he's fucking shit up. There's like seven people next to him and he's cutting it up. He, you tell him you don't want onions, you want mild salsa. You want them with everything. You want them with everything. You want it with spicy. Okay. He remembers that. So he's just making tacos for, for you the way you want them. He flicks the pineapple, catches it behind his back. Four for you. Flick it again. Boom. Salsa all with the knife. Four for you. And I'm just going like, God damn, did I get my four? And then everyone's eating. Every taco has a wax paper. Wax paper. Everyone's eating. He, if you stand there, you're getting four more. I ain't moving. Four more. You ain't moving. Four more. The way you want them. You step away, then you don't get any more. Right? Boom, boom, boom. You go to the register. The lady counts your wax papers. Your empty bottles. And that's how you get rung up. Yeah. I stood there that time. And I didn't move. I ate. 27 <laughs> tacos al pastor 27 and I think it was an even number until I said like give me like one more yeah. my point is like that's that's why I'm doing what I'm doing from that from the memory of that and that day and what it did to me and that guy and seeing his skill set and the mastery of this food what the fuck Right? Like, what's going on? Like, there's delicious pork stacked in this cone with a pineapple, and this guy's killing it. I f so fell in love with that. I, I took shortcut to Mexico City to witness that. that. I think that's the magic in you, though. The fact that you identify that. You identify how much something so simple can mean so much to somebody else. You, I mean, it's the process. There was so much process so many people involved in making my experience happen how can i not give back acknowledge and love that you know and understand it and i want to say that is spoken like a true poppy i love it when you call me big poppy i called you i didn't name the size but maybe i think it's all good 
Good guess. You never like uh, it's always been an open door from day one, and you allowed me to rock with whatever project I, I threw at you is always a yes, and just being able to have a front seat to the growth is crazy. Yo, man, and I crazy. I appreciate your your um, view of this. You know, because from we eaten to the F word to everything that you've done in your endeavor in the food truck scene and your endeavors in, in everything you do and you've You've been a, a fucking... I couldn't have done it without you. You've been a cheerleader to me. You that dude, though. You know? You so made it like, easy. I, I appreciate yeah. the fuck out of you. And I, I worked a, you know, I worked a 16-hour day. Ooh. I, you know, I don't I don't know what a day off is anymore. But this is... This is your day off. This is... <laughs> I'll, I'll spend my... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd rather be here with you, brother, than to watch any game or I'll give up time with my kids or what I you know, usually wow. do wow. to make a, a memory with, with you, man, because you mean a lot to me as far as everything I've done and you being that echo in every, a lot of everything I've done. That's you know? fine. That's fucking DJing, beautiful. That's beautiful. food. Everything. So I'm a I, fan of the man. I and I'm a fan of you. Fuck, you know. So thank you. You know, and come to my podcast. Next. Hey, three ninety nine. I come told to my podcast. I I told him he 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 has this, and a core memory I have is taking my mom and my dad to your restaurant, and you were working Mother's Day. And I brought my mom, and she goes, "I've been hearing so much about your cooking. I can't wait." And then. I was like, relax, mom. You're here with dad. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Could you not touch this guy? <laughs> um, and that's a core memory as our parents are getting older and just seeing seeing things. Like, that's one thing I always remembered. And she she's taken so many people to whatever whatever you've done. And you you may not remember what you look like, but she's, she's, she's followed your projects because of how much I love what you do. Um, you've allowed me to, you allowed me to be like a part of the team. You've, 100%. you fed, fed me millions of times, yeah. and millions, millions, more. millions, millions. Like, shit that's not even on the menu. He'd be like, "Hey, try this. I got this." It would be sitting there. He was like, "I, I made this. I need you to try this. Let me know what you think." You allowed me in every door possible, and yeah, man, it's. It's it's sincere it's from a real place, man. You know I you know I love you, and you know I love what you do, and you know, and that's why because I do know that I feel that love, and I need that love from my community to keep going because I need that. You know, I, I I'm real, and I go through dark dark times. Life and I, be life, and I I draw on my my peoples. You know, and you're my people. You know, so thank you. Thank this man for letting me be this guy. For know? real, a hundred percent, man. Thank you. Like I said, I had a I had a front seat, and it's uh, watching all the Food Network shit and the Chop shit, and then it's the Belit on America shit. <laughs> <laughs> you was on. Why are you so Filipino? Bro, you rated the crossover. Facts. That's a fact. Like, the lady told me. 
Oh my god, I had a uh, small on the double nation. <laughs> double nation. She's like, you know what? You're the first non-Filipino chef we've had on the show. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But in a Filipino predominated area. I'm yeah. saying. Come on. Like, like yeah. Lola's were coming up to me. Yeah. And I had Lola game. I'm, I, should, <laughs> I should make a shirt. Lola, Lola game. game. So, you know, it's, but Lola there's, no, there's no one time my um, aunt, she's like, hey, how the hell did you get Chewy Gomez to talk about your restaurant for like 20 minutes? Chop okay, Chewy, yeah. man. And I'm like, because I'm doing me. Authentic. There's no recipe. Do you. Do mm-hmm. you be authentic. I'm just doing me. You know, and then it led me to these doors, man. So just like, I'm just, I'm literally just doing me. I don't know if a lot of people understand that. But I'm literally, I just want the best for everybody. Yeah. Yes. No. You know, uh, a friend of mine, I love the... The high tide rises all boats. I love that because it's true. You know, if we can all come up and we should all come up, but we can't do it alone. Like we need this community. You know, like I'll, I'll say this before closing. It's Amazing. Like so many crazy things are happening in this world and we might not be super educated on what's really going on, but we can't let our brothers and sisters suffer right we have to speak for the unspoken always and that drives me and so i do it for the farm workers and anyone that sees any injustice like if we have the voice let's use our platform for what's right and that's the bottom line you know so i'm on that path man DJ Mr. E, this is uh, Al Pastor Poppy. This is episode 195. 195. 195. Of the Free 99 Podcast. I, I love you, Miguel. I love you, brother. Episode 195. Thank you.